a lot of restoration work in a very urban environment. So it's a little bit different than managing thousands of acres of preserved land, but it's just as important because every tree in an urban environment, you know, has a really important role to play. That's Leslie Lilly. She's the conservation director for the Trail Foundation out of Austin, Texas. Austin is a mere 30 minutes away from me. It's close enough to run errands, but far away enough to not feel the craziness of the congestion that's going on. Well, except for when I go to and head home from work. That being said, I do spend a handful of days off in Austin, as it's home to one of my favorite places to stack on some miles to keep my legs trail ready. The Butler Hike and Bike Trail at Ladybird Lake, or Town Lake, depending on when you got to town, contains about 10 miles that cut through downtown and around the Colorado River. Skyline views, Zilker Park, Deep Eddy Pool are just some of the highlights of this pathway, and it's run and maintained by a partnership with the Austin Parks and Rec Department and the Trail Foundation. But long before the foundation, however, there were many citizens that wanted to use this land as a beautification project for the city of Austin. That committee was formed in 1971. And according to the Trail Foundation website, it featured many notable members such as Lady Bird Johnson, Ann Butler, Emma Long, and a handful more. So fast forward to 2003. The Town Lake Foundation, as it was originally known, was created to carry on the legacy of these notable Austinites that saw the need for this type of space for the residents to enjoy. The nonprofit is a steward for what the trail needs in terms of preservation of land and continuing to maintain the natural resources on and around the trail. They're also responsible for the guidelines that are currently in place for maintaining cleanliness, social well-being, and a whole lot of other things. There are some current social restriction guidelines in place at the time of this recording, and they spent a ton of time placing reminder signs, letting everyone know which direction to go. But they also spent a lot of time digging them out of the trash. We can do better. The foundation also helps facilitate the needs of the space, like improving restrooms, trailheads, and other amenities. The trail sees over 4 million visitors annually, and it's only going to continue to grow. So the Trail Foundation spends a lot of time researching various types of erosion that happens on the ground and from the Colorado River that flows through it. Projects include woodland canopy expansion, improving the Colorado River floodplain health, and other projects. Protecting the plant life here isn't just important for erosion, though but also for maintaining a refuge for the wildlife that frequent these waters. And like I said, my guest today is Leslie Lilly, and she's the conservation director for the Trail Foundation. One of the few people I know that's born and raised in Austin. On the Trail Foundation site, you'll see that she brought over 10 years of experience working with native Texas plants on restoration and landscape projects all over Texas. I'm so excited for y'all to learn about what she does, and if you're ever in the Austin area, come check out the Butler Hike and Bike Trail. There are amazing sights and sounds here, and it's one of my few must-stops in the city of Austin. 
Make sure you check the links in the description to learn more about the Trail Foundation, what they do, how you can volunteer, and how you can donate to help show your support. Please enjoy. Welcome to the Texas Trailhead Podcast. Join me, Danny Laurel, as I share stories from the trails around Texas and more. I'll also talk about my favorite gear to use, camping tips, and feature interviews from others who enjoy the outdoors. So grab your backpack and put on your hiking shoes. This is the Texas Trailhead. I was planning on doing a little neighborhood trash pickup walk today, and that's just for me and Kyle. But before we kind of get into what you're here to talk about, the Trail Foundation, um, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got interested in the outdoors? Sure. So, yeah, happy Earth Day to you, too. Um, you know, Earth Day is always a great day to celebrate. Love being outdoors. So a little bit about me. I am an Austin native. Um, I was raised here out in the hill country. My parents still live in Dripping Springs and I love Central Texas. Um, I went to school to get um, my undergraduate degree in science and then went on to for my master's degree in botany. So I've always loved plants and the natural world. Um, and so I then went off to work for U.S. Fish and Wildlife as a wildland firefighter, doing restoration burning and uh, prescribed fire and mad- managing for endangered species like our very charismatic songbirds, the golden-cheeked warbler and the black-capped vireo. Um, So I have a long history of working in restoration and ecology, both kind of at the academic level and then actually implementing that work. Um, So my work with the Trail Foundation, uh, you know, is a lot of restoration work in a very urban environment. So it's a little bit different than managing thousands of acres of preserved land, but it's just as important because every tree in an urban environment you know, has a really important role to play in um, providing all sorts of ecological services. So I'm like the Lorax of downtown Austin, I like to say, because I yeah. plant a lot of trees. <laughs> so I, so we live in Kyle, but I went to school and spent a lot of time in San Marcos. So uh, the Greenbelt Alliance there has, is is another organization that I'm fond of, and and I'm not a birder per se, but learning about the golden warbler was actually pretty neat because I saw that they had closed off a trail once and didn't know why, and then saw the signs for the bird and just thought that was pretty amazing. And then some of the other kind of special species that are in the San Marcos River too, so that's always fun fun to learn about as well. I really like kind of what they do down in San Marcos as well, too. So, Yeah, golden chief warblers are really incredible. I spent a lot of springs um, chasing them through the hill country, mapping uh, their territories and learning about the different, you know, ecological requirements for 
those birds and lots of other species. And when we manage our uh, forest resources well, then those uh, endemic species can thrive and continue to be a part of our Central Texas ecology. Yeah, I feel like Central Texas definitely has a lot of unique aspects. And I think that's a big part of why I've stayed in the area for so long because one you're right in the middle of everything but there's just so much going on just in this part of Texas with the outdoors and I think we're all pretty fortunate and and I'm glad that we have these avenues to kind of share stuff like this so tell me how you got started with the trail foundation so I got I've been with the trail foundation a little over two years right now and um the position that and the role that I play at the Trail Foundation, when I was hired, they were looking for somebody that had a lot of experience with land stewardship and implementing the pretty lofty goals that were developed by a local firm, uh, natural areas and urban forestry guidelines. So a lot of land management tasks. And with my background, um, you know, I kind of fit the bill for being able to implement this land management uh, ecological stewardship plan. Um, And so I came on and really started prioritizing a lot of our forestry needs, Um, a lot of the forestry needs for public spaces, you know, trees, big shade, especially living in Texas is really important real estate. If you are sitting under the shade of a tree on a hot Texas day, you know, you want to make sure that tree is around for a long time. Um, But we also have to consider the important role that these urban forests play in like a wider regional context. Um, So we want to maintain those ecosystems and restore them and make sure that they are uh, providing all of the services possible and that we're conserving them. So that's what I was hired to do. And we've had a lot of really wonderful success. I also have a big background in um, volunteer management. Um, I've had a really interesting um, series of jobs because I do like to be outside and I love plants where I managed a really large farm and, you know, hundreds of volunteers. Uh, So ecological restoration work also requires a lot of volunteers. So I was also hired on to build our volunteer program. And we went from, you know, having four volunteer events a year to, you know, over 30 and, you know, engaging maybe a few hundred volunteers to well over a thousand. Uh, so I love working with volunteers. Anybody that wants to come outside and, and put their time towards the natural environment, preserving it and protecting it is, you know, my soulmates. I love yeah. Their time for nature. Are these just ongoing things that people can sign up for or are they specific events throughout the year? Yeah, so there's ongoing events right now, you know, given the current, um, you know, coronavirus era that we're living in, all of our volunteer activities are currently suspended. But during normal times, we try and have a volunteer event every single week, if not a couple a week. Awesome. Um, so my introduction to the trail foundation was doing some morning hikes and jogs out, uh, 
I still call it Town Lake. So uh, Town Lake or Lady Bird, depending on how long people lived in the area. Uh, and so that is kind of what piqued my interest to begin with. What are some things that the Trail Foundation does as far as that trail system goes? Right. So the work that we do for the hike and bike trail around Town Lake, Lady Bird Lake, um, really varies from everything from infrastructure projects, large capital improvement projects like the boardwalk or the new bridge under Congress Avenue. Um, we build bathrooms. But what my job mostly deals with is a lot of the ecological restoration work. So this year we have a goal of planting um, 8,000 sapling trees, which is up from last year. You know, we're planting lots of diversity, um, trying to improve the native plant populations and communities. Um, we do tons of invasive species removal. So with volunteers and contractors, we remove invasive plant species uh, to try and also bring balance to the plant communities and restore them to native plant communities. Uh, we maintain about 12 acres of wildflower meadow. So we put out a lot of seed. Um, we like to mulch the trees. I mentioned we really care about the trees as a natural resource. So we definitely do a lot of that. Um, we do landscape projects. Another big avenue for landscape improvements are our rain gardens. And those are structures that help with erosion and drainage concerns. We love to have those flash floods in Texas and that uh, those weather events can cause a lot of damage. So we have uh, increasingly built a lot of rain gardens in collaboration with the Watershed Protection Department to help um, manage stormwater flows and uh, correct drainage issues. And then one last thing uh, that I wanna talk about that we started this, this year as a pilot project is we've been building and installing floating wetland islands in Ladybird Lake that provide an increased um, area for wetland plant species to thrive and we're you know learning all all the um the tricks of the trade because turtles love to go on islands and so do cormorants and so do all <laughs> the animals and they're like oh you made us a little fun floating island so <laughs> it's a pilot project but it's a it's a really neat one and it's at the eastern end of uh, town lake right now so my 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 passion for the outdoors was definitely started with the the hiking aspect but with my day job fishing also became a huge passion and, and spending more time near the water you start to kind of pay attention to that a little bit more and and appreciate all of that a little bit more and I definitely see more of the water life that lives in the water too and it's just kind of neat to look at the water like that in a different in a different mindset but I have definitely noticed the so I guess this would be part of it the little metal metal stakes that are there at Town Lake that have all the different colors and that's that's for trees and plants that are already planted or just kind of markers for y'all to know where to plant 
Yeah, all of the flags that we're putting out, those are all um, sapling trees that have been planted. Wow, that's that's exciting to just kind of see that and what it's going to look like in the future too. So what is, I, I know everyone kind of monitors different parts of the trail, but what is the Trail Foundation doing right now to kind of help with the flow of traffic? Just if you can speak to that a little bit more. Sure. So, you know, there's two things that are, you know, kind of big parts of the work that we do in terms of actual trail users. And one is we monitor a series of trail counters around the trail that tell us a, you know, how many people are using the trail. In 2019, we found that the number of trail of users on the trail of unique um events of a trail user crossing a counter was over 4 million. So that's a lot of users um, benefiting from this really important amenity. Um, You know, there's so many benefits to being outside. So if we and this trail system can reach that many people, that's really wonderful and really important. Uh, And those trail counters tell us how many people, they tell us what direction, Um, individuals are traveling and they can give us information about the mode of transportation between cyclists and pedestrians. Now, we don't have a way to detect like micro mobility devices, um, like scooters, which actually aren't allowed on the trail, although they sometimes still get down there, (laughs) uh, or other uh, devices that I'm not actually sure what they're called, but they look very futuristic and kind of cool also probably shouldn't be on the trail. But aside from that, we monitor the usage on the trail of users um, 24 hours a day. So that has helped us um, kind of prioritize certain projects and kind of understand the flow of users and, and residents and visitors that are coming to this space. So the the second thing, and and this data is really feeding into this, in collaboration with the uh, City of Austin Parks and Rec Department, we are conducting a pretty significant safety and mobility study right now. Um, And what that safety and mobility study is doing is assessing the conditions of the entire 10-mile loop along with all of the trailheads, access points, surface conditions, everything to provide an analysis of how this space can best serve all of the communities that are using it. And more than that, provide a space for all the communities that maybe aren't using it to find uh, a way to connect to this space because it's really important and everybody you know, really values it. So this safety and mobility study is um, looking at the way people are using it, the way people are accessing the trail, and how we can implement strategies that are both environmentally and economically conscious to uh, benefit more people while still protecting this like really valuable environmental space. That's awesome. And and I, I definitely hope more people learn about the Trail Foundation just outside of Austin, and just because I think it's really important in general. 
last, was it last week? Almost two weeks ago, maybe? Y'all put up the scavenger hunt that I participated in, which I thought was just fun. My daughter had such a great time with that. Are there any other things online that people can find? Or is that something that'll be on the social media platforms just for people to kind of interact with and, and get out outside a little bit more? Yeah. So we, um, you know, I'm, I have an eight-year-old at home right now, and we are trying to find innovative ways to both allow mama to work and also engage her. So that scavenger hunt I put together with her in mind. And every Tuesday we are launching another um, kind of family focused activity for uh, parents to do with their kids, their videos that I'm doing with my daughter. This week we did a two part um, bird feeder uh, tutorial where you build uh, a seed bird feeder and then a hummingbird feeder from recycled materials in honor of Earth Day, because, you know, it's great to use recycled materials and you probably have some piling up. (laughs) Uh, Right. So we, you know, put together these tutorials. And so we're launching these weekly family oriented uh, activities every Tuesday. And we're wanting, uh, we're not quite there yet, but we're um, working on turning those videos into uh, little tutorials that we can put on our website um, so that people can access that information uh, by just reading through it instead of having to watch a video so more people can engage with the content. Nice. And so for anyone listening, where can they find more information about the Trail Foundation and what are some things that they can do to contribute? So right now, um, you know, we're very active on social media on Instagram and on Facebook. And then also there's tons of information about our organization on our website, thetrailfoundation.org, including links to donate and help contribute to all the work that we're doing right now. Um, You know, we are very active in contributing to the city and helping them, um, you know, figure out how to manage the use on the trail right now during this coronavirus era and just be good partners to the city and to the community so that we can, you know, continue to protect this beautiful resource while we're, you know, in this current era and for future generations. Awesome. Leslie, I really appreciate you taking time out today on this Earth Day. I know there's a lot going on with the Trail Foundation and just kind of in general. So I really appreciate you speaking with me and and help spreading the word about the amazing work y'all do. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Danny. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure.
This is the Texas Trailhead.